Welcome to another exciting episode of the Terminal Velocity Podcast. The highlight of your night. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Torch. And uh, the other host right here. Jeremiah Zachariah. And apparently my dog Gypsy, because she just stuck her head right here. Hey, the more the merrier. So, uh, before we kick things off, how are you doing? You know, we talk every day, but really we just vent to each other. Overall, though, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, For those of you that don't know, my son had open heart surgery and pretty much everything went flawlessly. So, I mean, not not like the flawless kid, but I mean, (laughs) what a foreshadow. Yeah. I mean, if you would have known, like, his first couple surgeries, everything that could go wrong did go oh, wrong. Yeah. Cardiac arrest, blood transfusions, life support. Uh, that's just oh, yeah. a few to name, and there's many more. And those are the big ones. And so there, there were still more issues. So this time, absolutely no problem. So, so far, we're good to go. This time they were in and out. And. Everything's good, huh? Yeah. Good How about you? How, how you doing? Uh, I, I mean, I'm alive, but I guess I can't complain. You know, uh, you, you could go to work. Oh yeah. Well, that, no, that's what our <laughs> private chatting's for—is the complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that eventually on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One day it'll just be like, "Welcome to our complaining podcast." You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Everything. Let's start with what doesn't grind my gears. Right? So, uh, so <laughs> where do we leave off before? we? Uh, besides my daughter. Which, well, see, I was actually this, pretty time good around, this time around, I'm going to try to not... I was trying to keep everything kind of kayfabe before. Um, so I'm just going to start telling everything like it is, but Ooh, don't take baby brother. Yeah, well, basically, we kind of had Mm -hmm. our run with highlight of the night. So we pretty much had our final match as highlight of the night. And, you know, we we wanted to try singles because I think ever since we got into it, um, we were tag teaming. Everywhere we went, we were tag teaming. It didn't matter if we weren't tag teaming, we were going against each other. And we were like, all right let's see what we could do in a singles, you know, style. And so the yeah. highlight of the night ended. Yeah. Um, which, uh, uh, if you picked up on the keywords uh, on, not the last one, cause that one was with my brother, which actually had some good reviews. The one before we said that uh, no longer will the highlight of the night wrestle at the UGWA. And that's the, uh, those are the key words there. Um, because while wrestling at the UGWA, we started wrestling some other places and we were like, man, we got to come up because highlight of the night is dumb. And we didn't even intend it to be like our tag team name. Right. So we're like, we gotta come well, up I mean, you make a tag name and like you kind of make it as a joke, but you have it for so long. 
I mean, it did kind of grow on me because I was like the highlight of the night. We were the highlight yeah. of the night for I don't know how long, two, three years or something like that. Yeah, but at the same time, it was like said it's like a joke, just like you know, yeah. oh, obviously we are. We're the highlight. Like, yeah, we couldn't like go to other companies. Oh, what's your tag name? Oh, we're the highlight of the night. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and it really wouldn't have worked at other places because no. we were the lowest tag team on the card. So yeah, we bottom of the totem pole. It's like a, a name we would have to earn at, at other companies. Um, trying to think of the first outside of Agua, like the first one. I think the first we did was down in Merced with Tadu, right? And we wrestled each other down there in that little. Would that be the first? I guess that would be the first one. What's that? I guess that that would be the first one, and I'm not even sure if we did. Yeah, we did wrestle each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we went down there. We wrestled each other on that with for him down there in, in Merced. What it was it? A ten by ten, twelve by twelve ring. It was like twelve, like a twelve by twelve ring, and it was like, and it was a low boy also, so it was like a foot off the ground, so it was just like a little tiny thing, and it was like, well, guess we'll see what we can do. Yeah, and and that's back when my chops were backhanded chops. I, I didn't open hand chop. I yeah, supposed to backhand chop. Backhand. I was like, what the crap, man? <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> so with that, we did. With that one, what else do we do for him down there? He only had a couple of shows. I remember right. the one or two in his backyard. Then we did another one with somebody yeah. else. We, we wrestled each other again on that one. Which I have yeah, a whole bunch of pictures of that. As far as XWF, that's XWF. Yeah, yeah, as far as that goes, I think you and I just had the one match together. And then... You well, I mean, your alter ego had a match with Judas. No, while I no, we had, that. yeah, we had one way early. There was in like, I don't know, somebody's somebody's backyard, like a small backyard, and it was at night. I believe it was at night. Oh no, is that the one you're talking about? Uh, he brought his ring to somebody's barn, Chris's barn. Tom? No, 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 that no, 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 that was way later. Um, there was one we did way, way early. I might even been before we but did I wrestling, up. but I, I wrestled yeah. Rolando there. I know for sure. Now I know there was one where we wrestled each other there. Uh, right? Did or maybe I wrestled Toxic? Maybe that's I wrestled Toxic over there. Anyway, I know we did that one. Then we did that other one. That was in like that bigger yard, and then we wrestled each other that day. And I. My friend with the mask, Russell Judas, because <laughs> they were like, "Oh, somebody didn't show up," and like, "Here, put on this mask." And I was like, "Okay." Yep, those were good times. That was. <laughs> that was oh God! Speaking of that mask, um, thanks for reminding me. Not really. Uh, I'll be putting a promo on the no. Facebook. No, you won't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on my old YouTube, and sure. it is a promo sure, uh, with the other person uh, with the mask. What was that sure. name? Albino sure. de Mexico. No, wait. What was it? I don't know. Albino de Mexicano or something like no, that. No, sure. I'm not turning my key on this. <laughs> well, I have a promo video of me 
Well, um, of uh, two two uh, guys unrelated to us that um, was my brother ready to go wrestle. Yeah, it was my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my 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 brother too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was really? something. Uh, XWF, and then we and then, heard about LCW. From Lockjaw, of course. It's always Lockjaw. So, yeah, pretty much anything. Um, yeah, pretty much anything we did was Lockjaw telling us, hey, yeah. I got this place. It's super indie. They're really legit. It's the yeah. best place around. Oh, my God, you got to go. You won't regret it. These guys are super awesome. And then we go there and we're like, oh, yeah, this is okay. So, yeah, we go. <laughs> is the one up in Lakeport or Lake County or Clear Lake or Lake. Is there a lake in Clear Lake? Yeah, it's a <laughs> good trip. Uh, <laughs> so we go up to uh, LCW and like, we're going to have you guys wrestle each other. And we're like, okay. And of course, you know, we're not given any time or anything like that, like a time limit. So we have like a, like a good 15-minute match. I have that match too. But we have it, but we have it in five minutes. Yeah, I have that <laughs> five minutes. But I mean, I mean, yeah. go to sleep. What I mean is, if we would have stretched it out and not rushed, it would have been a great fifteen-minute match. Okay. Well, here's the thing with us. Uh, we kind of—I wouldn't say grew up, but we liked. Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. We, we liked all the, the light cruiserweight people and we both have ADD and when we put a match together if there was any type of dead space, we felt like we were just boring the house down. So our mentality but, back yeah. then was go, go, go. But we rehearsed the matches so much, but the go, go, go for the most part usually worked. Well, and like you know, we liked the Ring of Honor style at that time, two thousand five, okay. six, seven. So that's what we we're trying to do—just a whole bunch of go, go, go. And uh, Didn't so we when I watched that at back, one show, I'm like, you and I wrestled. I'm pretty sure we did that amazing red spot. Was that you and I, or was that the amazing red spot where he does a bunch of stomps and jumps, and it's just counter after counter? Yeah, we probably did that. I'll I'll give you a tip. I done spots like that a couple of times because I freaking love it. Yeah. So yeah. it could have been me. It could have been me. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, we, we wrestled each other our first match over there. We wrestled each other our first match at the UGWA. We went to XWF, wrestled each other for the first match there. So that's three different places where we wrestled each other the first time. <laughs> I, I remember LCW just being so gassed though because how fast we moved and how hot it was in that building and just yeah. getting behind the curtain and just flopping to the ground just gasping for air and everybody yeah. being like oh my god oh my god oh my god such a great match oh my god and you know uh that's when uh we met shoop mike shoop mike uh, omega yeah. We met a lot of people down there. We met Casey Starr. Apparently, we were doing some of his moves. Ooh, not and Casey. I remember him on the mic. I don't even. I don't think I heard him during the match. Maybe I did, but I heard him go, "Ooh, they've been watching a lot of Casey Starr matches," and I didn't know who Casey Starr was at that at that time. So I was like, "What?" 
Don't worry. But I know, I know a lot of people we do. went from Agua and then LCW, and then just the difference there, I mean, besides the different wrestlers, there was a little bit of a crowd there. It wasn't just the wrestlers. Um, I think the wrestlers there actually, I think they stayed in the back, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they stood in the back because there was a decent crowd. I would yeah, say I mean, it wasn't a lot, but it was it was enough. I mean, five people was five people. Yeah, but it was That's more. A, it was more than five people, but you know. Yeah, it was probably a good twenty, thirty people, which for a backyard company ain't too bad. Yeah, so that was a new experience for us right there. So we were just kind of getting experience after experience. No, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say experience since we weren't trained. But we yeah. were getting out there and kind of getting a feel for what it was like to be a wrestler with all the traveling and the yeah. planning and the going to new yeah. promotions and meeting the new people and yeah, paying our dues. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm trying to think if there was anybody else there that we might have met that uh, is still around. I don't think so. But, yeah, I uh, think I, – I can't – just shoot. I know the A team was there. Um, nah, they weren't there till later because we met them at TWF. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who, who got them over there? LCW. There was the, there was those guys. <laughs> Remember, there was the guys. Uh, there was like Mask Dragon, who it was so hot he just took his mask off before he went out. And <laughs> I he don't remember that. That's <laughs> And then there was. Bad Boy Stingray, and there was, oh, Lord, what are some of those guys' names? But there was those two guys that I swear to God, the first three or four times we went there, they were always a tag team, but they came out separately. And one dude always came out to I Stand Alone by Godsmack. And they were tag team, and he would always turn on the other guy every single time. I remember like three or four times that happening. (laughs) Yeah, I think when we were wrestling at LCW, we had days where we wrestled LCW and Ugla, or vice versa. But that's uh, that's where we met Johnny Seaman. Yeah, <laughs> Undertaker's yeah. son. Yeah, Undertaker's son. But you had mentioned before about uh, wrestling back to back the same day, and it was some match that we did it was that match with Lockjaw and you're like, Oh man, I'd already wrestled earlier and I didn't want to wrestle again. I was the opposite back then. I think we I did, it was a, and I went and I was ready to go again. It was not the same day. It was just the same weekend, a Saturday, Sunday. And yeah. that's when we did the two out of three falls with Blizzard and Marquez. That's why I took out the first fall and you wrestled all three falls. Yeah. But I, I was just, I was just ready to go, and I, I think at the at the time I was losing weight, and as I lost weight, my willingness to go 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 kept go go going, and I'd do a match and I'd get done, and I'm like, "Cool, you want me to wrestle again? Because I'm ready." <laughs> yeah. Go go gadget, will to wrestle. But yeah, LCW that was like. Four, four and a half hours away. Yeah. And another oh, funny God. thing, uh, brought up my dad in episode two. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't listen to episode two, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that because it's freaking hilarious. 
so my, my dad, he kind of didn't really understand why I liked wrestling so much. And he would always ask me, like, hey, did you win? Hey, did you win? Because, you know, I guess it's the dad in him. Like, hey, go there yeah. and win. And, you know, he didn't really – he watched wrestling, but I guess he didn't really understand it. Like, why Why would you go four hours away if, you, if you're not sure if you're going to win? So I'd come home, hey, did you win? No, I lost. You went four hours away just to lose? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Sure. I do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh some of those some of those road trips though were uh we used to always mess with Lockjaw. That's some good stuff. Always mess with Lockjaw. Uh, my favorite Lockjaw quote is Is there a lake in Clear Lake? No. <laughs> My favorite large shot quote is helicopter. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound a helicopter makes. And then there was the time. That was your text to for a while, wasn't it? What's that? That was your text message. Yes. I made him record that on my phone, and that was my text tone. I forgot all about that. <laughs> helicopter. Blah, 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 blah. You just text me and hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and then because because but all that going through up there, you go through Butte County, and lots of like, do that sign say Butte Canyon? <laughs> so I had, at some point, I had Lockjaw announced from Butt Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked on my drink right there. <laughs> he was so mad. Ugh, I didn't say that. You said Butt Canyon. <laughs> and uh. then I used to sit behind him in, in like, uh, in Mike Marquez's death van, and we were just like me and Chris would like slap him on top of his bald head, and like I put my feet underneath the seat because he's in front of me, and I would rub the bottom of the seat so he'd feel it. Oh, go back there! And my favorite moment was we're on the way back from a show, and I keep doing that. He says, <laughs> "You guys don't quit that. I'm gonna come back there with my naked butt." <laughs> so I rub the seat again. And he unbuckles and he just stands up. And so he's in this seat where there's like two. And then I have me. There's someone, me, and then Chris is right on my right. So Chris is right at that opening so you can get out the sliding door, right? Lacha stands up. And I just turn my head and flip open my phone because it was a flip phone. And Chris couldn't hide anywhere. So, like, he saw all of it because I lit up the van. With my flip phone. <laughs> and I don't think Chris has uh, ever, uh, like, nothing has ever frightened him since then. Yeah, I think I, I only rode with them a couple of times. Uh, the majority of time, it was like the OG carpool. And then yeah, once I moved up to Sacramento, it was, you know, riding with, with all of them up there. Yeah. And me and you had to drive up there in your truck once. And we were like, hey, guys. You're gonna have to pay us this much money to take, otherwise we can't make it. And then we took oh, the truck up there. Truck was like a an eight miles per gallon. Right. And there was times when, <laughs> so it was a '95 Chevy Cheyenne, great truck. And when I say great, I mean it was great looking and it had a lot of power. Uh, I had to replace the alternator and water pump every year, and we actually had to replace. I think it was the 
alternator? Yeah, we replaced the alternator before going up to Ugla once. Yeah, I think we, we you were actually up and you're like, I, I, my alternator's out. Like, I was able to make it here. I have one in the truck. And I was like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, I think I got showed up here. Scott's. And yeah. Met over yeah, at Scott's. And went out. And 30 minutes later, we were on the road. Yeah. Boom. So we, we, got, we got pretty good at those two things. I don't know if you ever helped me change the water pump. You probably <laughs> did. Between your truck and my Camaro at the time, I got pretty good at changing alternators. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, <laughs> geez, I'm pretty sure I, one time I was coming down the road. I don't know if you were with me or if I was just by myself, but I think I think it was that same trip. They had given me a new belt, but it was the wrong size. So I think yes. we were coming back, and the belt just popped off. And Yeah, and we had to put the old belt on. It was like, well, let's hope this one holds up. Yeah, right there on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, oh, we man. did a lot of traveling back then. What's going on we, we were just pretty much going wherever we could. Right? And like, who wants to let us wrestle? And as long as we can make it, you know, it just wasn't a lot, uh, you know, when you're backyard wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and then... So we, we did that for a while, and I think LCW, we had our our debut match against each other, of course, and I'm uh-huh. pretty sure it went something like this. Hey, we're going to make you guys a tag team. Either that or we were like, we're going to tag because that's what we do. Well, yeah, I think we went up there with the intent to be a tag team, but they were like, we want to see you guys work each other. So we're like, okay, so we did. And then they were like, cool. And then I think the second show, no, you were there. We did tag once. And then, because there was one time you couldn't make it, and me and Mike Marquez teamed up in like a tag gauntlet. Uh, and then it was back. Then you were back. But there was this one. Um, so I'm trying to think, how, how do we come up with the name Terminal Velocity? Or when? Well, we, we, uh, we just said it might have been some help. From our friends, um, it's not, not maybe like Cyclone might have helped, and maybe because uh, we were like, yeah, we want something like fast, you know, something that lets you know that we're like a quick tag team that we're. Uh, I'm pretty sure know. I, I, I want to say I came up with the name because I'd see like high voltage. On the, the yeah, little well, that's what I'm saying. Is I think we started throwing out something like this, something like that, and then somebody was like, "Well, what about this?" Maybe even like with maybe we even had the word velocity in there, and then somebody was, I feel like somebody was like, "Well, terminal velocity just means like when something reaches its peak speed," and it was like, "Well, then yes, that works." It then worked perfectly because the style that we wrestled, like that was the, that was a given, like that that was it. Yeah, it was a much better name than Highlight of the Night. <laughs> oh yeah, Highlight of the Night. You know, your tag name kind of has to have like some sort of, not, I guess, a meaning behind it. But like you say the name and then you go, oh okay, you can yeah, associate. I yeah, I know what I'm getting. Um. So we, I know we're there, and then all of a sudden they were like, yeah, we're going to put the tag titles on you guys uh, in a ladder match with Johnny Demon and Spider with a Y. 
Spider. Yeah, that's when we did that ladder match. Yeah, we did that ladder match. Yeah, I borrowed and, my dad's double-sided ladder. Yeah, we had to haul that up there. And okay. uh, I'd always wanted, I'd always liked the TLC matches. Yeah, like, of course. I liked watching them, and I was like, man, I, I really want to do a TLC match. Like, I, I just want to do a TLC match. It sounds like a lot of fun. And I think nope. that's I our team match. I would like to go back and rewatch. Uh, I just don't know if I have. I might have it, but that's actually. Yeah, I remember bits and pieces of that match, and yeah, I remember it not being a total disaster. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I do remember because we were going to go with that uh, finish where Johnny Siemens up, and then I springboard up and catch the ladder, Shelton Benjamin style. Then I bip him off. And he falls and catches himself on the rope. We're going to go with that finish. So we kind of set up the ladder before the show. And we're going over it. Cool. Perfect. Well, when it's uh, in the match, the, re- the the ladder is probably six inches closer to the ropes than it was when we were, we were going over it. And when I bit Johnny off, he caught the top rope and just all the way to the floor. And this is a, like the building was in like, at the fairgrounds or something. So the ground was just concrete with like a little thin layer of carpet, but that hard carpet, like it fun works or something. Yeah. So that wasn't a good fall for him. No, those are never good falls, no matter what. And then I did the old Jeff Hardy and just yanked those titles down and I landed and went, well, that was dumb. Yeah. I don't, don't remember much after that. I know for whatever reason, I really wanted to get a logo going because we we got the name Terminal Velocity. I'm like, mm. hey, as long as we're tag teaming, we're Terminal Velocity. And that's yeah. it. There's no other name. That's it. Like right yeah. now, Terminal, we, Terminal Velocity, freaking 12 years later. <laughs> no association to wrestling really anymore, but I mean, not with that name, but you know, still. People know us as terminal velocity, so. Unless but I really, I really wanted to get, I really wanted to get the pendants made, and uh, we were just like trying to come up with a design. I remember we, I think we worked on that for a while. We threw around a couple of different ideas, and I might throw or have you throw some of those on Facebook because I think you you actually found those. Um, and then I'm not sure if I have any like rough draft. I just have like not even rough drafts, but just like I remember we had the logo inside of a TV and we had like just like the lettering and everything. And did a couple of Photoshop gimmicks way back in the day. And I remember the Undertaker symbol, and I I I think that's where I kind of got the idea from. And then I made the terminal velocity. Symbol, and I knew someone that lived down here where I live right now in New Mexico. That he, you know, he kind of dabbed in uh, working with metal. And I asked him, I said, "Hey, here's this design. Do you think you can make like a a pendant for a necklace out of it?" And he's like, "Yeah." It took him a long time to do it. Maybe just to find a time, or maybe it was a hard task. But we got two terminal, two and only two terminal velocity pendants, and. To this day, it remains in my vehicle. 
Yeah, I think I wore it my first couple of matches I had after I uh, went and got trained and whatnot. But then it was like um, – I didn't want to wear it because once you start taking forearms, you don't want to be wearing a necklace. Like, Yeah, it was a little sharp around the bottom, I remember. What's that? Right on the trachea. And I was like, oh, that's a real good spot to get – it's real yeah, bad man, to get impaled. <laughs> I had it hanging from one of those silver balls, like necklaces, you know, that were hot in the mid-2000s. Yeah, so did I, and it, it, mine's still on that in my car. And so I stopped wearing it, but it's still in my gear bag. No matter yeah. how many of those things I've gone through, I keep it with all my gear. And, oh, yeah. I make sure I have mine, and if I can't find it, I start freaking the hell out until I find it. That's why I keep it in my car. I keep it right there on the gear shift. It's not going anywhere. There you go. And, uh, yeah, so that was cool that we got those. I remember for – we were like – well, it'd be pretty funny if we had some like brass knuckles, like John Cena's word life brass knuckles, and we were gonna try to make some of those. Yeah, you remember that? We were gonna make some brass knuckles. It wouldn't surprise me because we we were we were trying to like not market ourselves, but we were trying to we were trying to get some stuff going. Yeah, and just be a little different, you know. Yeah, we we even got some flashy-ish gear. It wasn't the colors that we exactly wanted, but it had one of the colors. We were trying to get black and yellow gear. We couldn't get the black and the style we were looking for, so we wound up with some... Uh, it was like a dark blue with yellow. Yeah, what would you call it? Like like parachute-type pants? Yeah, dude, they're like rave pants. They're just like big, yeah. baggy rave pants. Yeah, and then we... I don't think we ever had tag team shirts made because we, we had individual no, shirts for each other made. But we yeah. got black button-up shirts. Um, and we put the yellow writing on it. I think terminal velocity and probably on the back it said two words, don't blink. Yeah, that was probably one of them. Yeah, I can't remember. I have that in a, in a bin. Yeah. So, which, uh, it's somewhere. And uh, then I think I believe like didn't LCW not run for like a year after we won those titles? Yeah, we we might have defended them less than a handful of times, and then uh, we they kept saying they were going to put on shows, but they're having problems. And I wound up going on vacation to where I now live, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, we're doing a show," and I'm like, "Yeah, I can't go." Um, I think at the time they had MySpace. Yeah, probably. Because I remember I, I went wherever it was, and I did this extravagant promo <laughs> about how I couldn't make it because I guess that's the time that I started. I just started losing weight like crazy. Oh, that's I was when you were getting jacked. Yeah, I was like 195. I went down to 135. And then I started getting jacked from there. And so I, I made up this whole thing like, oh, I, I can't make it. I'm sorry, everybody. But um, they drug tested me and they found out I was using steroids. Yes, so steroids. It, it was a long, long spiel. And I made it try to sound as believable as I could. People and, were asking me at that show. They were really asking me. They were asking you if I got yeah. banned for steroids? Yeah, like, like, is you really on steroids? And I was like, no, dude, that's just the gimmick because he can't make it. Like, but, <laughs> you know, he is pretty jacked, though, huh? I, I did make it pretty believable then. Good. Yeah. 
And I, I think eventually there we, we wound up getting stripped of the titles. Um, I don't well, okay, so about that show that you missed, that was instead of up in Clear Lake, it was in like Santa Rosa. And it was in like a karate dojo that was above a bar. And so we go there and I'm wrestling somebody. I don't remember. Um, and we're going to have like a hot, kind of a hot match. I was like, cool. And uh, the match before us, they put the ring through the floor. It's like oh, a post yeah. to There were some hefty boys in the ring. And uh, I'm about ready to go. I'm like, yeah, buddy, you ready? And they come back like, yeah, uh, maybe you need to just hold up for a second. The ring went through the floor. What? Yeah, the ring went through the floor. So sure enough, two of those posts went through the floor. So they're like, show's over. I was like, oh man. And then some guys went down to the bar and drank, and a bunch of us went home. And I'm pretty sure you were supposed to job that match. I don't even remember, but it's possible because that's what I do best. And then uh, uh, they they just kept putting off the shows. Uh, and I think eventually Lockjaw came around again. Good old Lockjaw told us about this other company, TWF. And we said, hey, let's do it. Because at that time, we were only wrestling at UGWA. And... You know, LCW was kind of going through some uh, hard times, I guess, and we (laughs) needed another outlet. Ugwa Ugwa was great. You know, Ugwa was our home. But, you know, when you really get into it, you want to try to wrestle. And it was only like every month or two. Like, I don't even know if they were running monthly. I think he was doing like two months or something. It was like, yeah, every other month or something like that. You know, I mean, of course, it was still at your house every weekend at least oh yeah i remember there there was one show oh god what was it there was a show that what that was supposed to happen at the flea market maybe and it wound up not happening and we had i think you me lockjaw marquez and a couple other people that were supposed to go to that show that wound up not happening and we were super upset and we all wound up going to my house and just so put you over there as far as Yeah, let's go up there and do that. Heck yeah. We used to train so, and play horse and like, oh yeah, those are some good training times. Oh yeah, so um, if we, I mean, if we didn't waste any time. Like if we had the option to go to my place, like I said, it was a mattress ring, had all the turnbuckles and uh, ropes and everything. It was legit, except for the floor. You could wrestle in it, you know. You know, and if something came up, we went over there and we wrestled. We practiced whatever we wanted to do. Yeah, and I remember Lockjaw coming to where I worked with some DVDs of TWF, where he was wrestling and showing me the stuff. I'm like, oh, some of these guys are pretty good. He's like, yeah, there's this indie company up in Sacramento and. I want to bring you guys in. I'm like, uh, okay. So I remember we went up there and we first were time nervous we, as crap. Huh? We were nervous as crap. Yeah, but I remember, uh, see, I don't even, I remember that the first thing, like one thing we did was we did some weird segment with Lockjaw. Um, where we were in the crowd. No, 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 that wasn't 
Was that no? That was because yeah. we we went there and or was like, that hey, our introduction to get us? That, in. that was our introduction because okay. For some reason, I remember this. Maybe because it was one of the last things to happen, but oh. we went there and locked. I was like, hey, here's these guys and. These guys were like, hey, okay, so are you guys any good? We're like, oh, I, I guess we're all right. And they're like, well, get in the ring and show us. And we're like, wait, what? They're like, get in the ring and show us. Put on a match right now. <laughs> and we're like, oh, what? what? So I don't even think we put anything together. We just went in no, there we and we started going. We just started going. Yeah, and it was going good, but I, I was nervous because it, it was all rushed. It was sudden. And I remember you threw me into the turnbuckle in the corner and the way the ropes were set up, they weren't even the bottom rope or the bottom turnbuckle stuck out more than the middle and the top. Yeah. The so bottom rope was like a little bit shorter. So when they tightened it up, it, it stuck out a couple of inches. Yeah, and all you, the corners. you ran up, you threw me in the corner, ran up, gave me the knee, came straight down on my knee. Boom. Hyperextension. Man. That was the first minute or two of that match. Yeah. Oh, man. I totally remember that. Yeah, you, you tried to you pulled me out. I was like, oh, I, can't, I can't feel my knee. I can't move my leg. And I, I stayed for the whole show. I don't know if you went in the back or whatever, but I remember. No, no. We both, we, we both had to have hung out. Like, I wouldn't have gone in the back. Um, yeah, I, I remember, remember Blue was there and yeah, you know, she she was help taking care of my knee, and I just pretty much propped my leg up on her the whole show. And people are like, "Aren't you going to go to the hospital?" I'm like, "No, I want to watch this show." Like, yeah, I think it was a couple days until I went to the hospital because we wound up going back to your place at the end, and I slept over there. And I remember, and your dad was like, "You better not be staying at his." I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the bed I slept on was literally three to five feet max away from the bathroom and it i had to get up and go pee and i swear it took me about an hour to get up and go pee i kept trying to wake you up kept trying to wake blue up you can't wake me up. up and i was it took me about an hour to get up to go to the bathroom <laughs> can't wake me up once i'm asleep ah uh, but you know after that uh we went back of course and yeah that's right. Cause they, uh, yeah, that's where that angle with the with the lockjaw came. Cause that set up for like a tag match with lockjaw and somebody else. And yeah, we we wanted to have like a clever way to get put in there instead of just being like, oh, here's these new guys. Yeah, I'm sure I have all those DVDs somewhere too. So oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think it was. We were in the crowd, and he came out and started talking crap, like the classic, you know, we stand up, and we start pushing him around, except, you know, it's Lockjaw, and we can't really push him around, so I think he wound up throwing us in the ring and just beating the crap out of us. Yeah. And they were like, who are these guys? Such a great introduction. Just, oh, they got beat up by this wrestler. <laughs> well, it looked like we were fans, so it looked like they were beating up fans, so... Yeah, pretty sure he was heel and he was getting the heat on him. So you know that was perfect. Uh, and yeah, so we did that when we wrestled down in Modesto a couple of times, and we wrestled the. I mean, that was the beginning of 2009, 
And so we were only there like six or eight months or something. Yeah, we were still wrestling in Agua, and what you you started going after the cruiserweight title over there? Yeah, and then I wound up getting the heavyweight title. title. You got the heavyweight title over there. Um, oh, it's been a long week. Oh, um, I was gonna say, yeah, I remember what we did uh, with you know, tag matches against the A team against. Um, Morrow's mercenaries a lot over there. Uh, I don't remember if we ever wrestled Pink Ink. Was their name? Cannot remember if we ever. We were supposed to at some point. If but... we didn't, then I did with uh, my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I'm sure you. After I was gone, but uh... yeah. I don't recall if we ever did, but uh, I was never even sure if they liked us anyway. So, oh, and with the Beast and What's His Nuts, uh, we did a lot of matches with them. Um, Remember, they did that gauntlet match, thumbtacks, and all that. And we were like, hey, if we're coming in after those thumbtacks, you better make sure those are all cleared out of the ring before we come out. So they ended up doing them like outside of the ring or something, which then made us miss our cue because we couldn't see them. And then they got all butthurt and started trying to shoot on us. Getting all mad because we missed our cue by like 10 seconds. Yeah. Those guys were garbage. Yeah, I think... uh... Yeah, we had a lot of disagreements with TWF. Yeah, you know, can we have some good matches? Yeah, they kept putting us against. I mean, I'm not trying to talk down to anybody at all, but at like now, if I was training and they said, "Hey, you're going to go against this person," I'd say, "Okay." But at the time, you know, we were high flying. We, you know, we had a certain style, and they they would put us against these people that were like hardcore, big guys, and we're just kind of like. That's not our style, you know. But also, because we were doing it for fun and stuff, and I'm still this way. Like, I'm not trying to get hurt, and I can yeah. tell those guys might hurt me. I don't want to wrestle those guys. You know, yeah, like, like my dog. <laughs> Especially, I was wrestling. Yeah, I was still recouping from that that hyperextension. So. When we did our tag matches, you were taking the brunt of everything because, you know, I'd go in there for a little bit, but, you know, I'm babying my knee. And, you know, I'd go in there for a minute or two and I'd tag out. And uh, one of the big spots I remember, I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, one of the big spots I remember, I think I think I still had that bum knee. I did that coast to coast that Shane McMahon does, um, the springboard to the other corner. And my mom was at one of the shows. It was a TWF show night. She had never gone to any of my shows. And I had to, like, really talk her into going. And I think she went with your mom and dad? Yeah, I feel like my parents were at one of those. Yeah, yeah they and, were. Uh, my dad claims I jumped off the basketball hoop there in Modesto. And I went, no, I've only done that once. And that was at SPW. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I know you did. And I was like, dad. I think I would know if I jumped off the basketball hoop. 
Yeah, that was right down the road from the trailer park, actually, not too far from it. Yeah, it was down over there. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we're going against Lockjaw, and I want to say Taunt. Yeah. And a couple other guys, or maybe it was just them, I can't remember, but there's this one spot where... Yeah, and, uh, Mike Omega was in there, because you guys were, like, flexing at each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had to go to flex off, the bodybuilder flex off, yeah, that was good. Yeah. But there was this one spot Lockjaw had me up, probably on his shoulders. Table's on the outside. He put me through the table. My mom was there right up front. I guess the table smashed her toe and took off her toenail and everything. But she got up, ran over there. I think she tried to attack Lockjaw. And she's like down in my face crying, are you okay? Are you okay? And I had to roll over because I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I was like, go away. <laughs> Mom. So I had to get up a lot sooner than what I normally would have because she was just freaking out. So I, I got up and I was selling it. and Yeah, that's that's one of the things I remember. Leave me alone, Mom. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at, at the time, again, I, I have no ill feelings toward anybody or anything or anybody I knew or Hey, I'll say this, though. I remember being told that two of their top, like, hardcore guys wanted to wrestle us in, like, a straight-up just wrestling match. Because that's – they were like, those guys are good, and I want to wrestle them. And I will have a not-hardcore match with them. And we were like, all right, but, you know, somebody tries to get hardcore, we're just going to leave. Like, I'm yeah, not playing around with that. That, so that was kind of in that match. I just know we, that felt like a good compliment, you know? Yeah, we had people at a couple different companies. I think Ugwa was one of them, and I would imagine LCW. There there was always, like, one, one team or one person or whatever that wanted to wrestle us. And it was really nice. And usually those people that wanted to wrestle us, for whatever reason, um, they didn't get their opportunity. But I, I think – uh, what was his name? He he filmed a lot. He had the long hair at, at Agua. Um, Dan Mew. No. Oh, I'm just kidding. Iron he, Man. He, yeah, Iron Man. He yeah. really wanted to wrestle us, and I think he got his version of wrestling with us. I think he tagged with us. Yeah, it's when we did the uh, Survivor Series style match. Yeah, and, and he got to be on a team with us. Yeah, he came up to us afterward. He said, man, I really wanted to wrestle you, but wrestling with you, that's just as good. So he was really excited about that. So That match is the first time I ever did the backflip over the top rope, except I barely cleared it, and, like, my back scraped the rope the whole way over. Hey, but you got it. Hey, hey, if I was wearing a belt, my belt would have clipped that top rope, and I just got stuck. Guarantee it. (laughs) And speaking of belts, didn't we didn't we have rainbow belts? Yeah. We had matching rainbow belts because I think I went, went to Hot Top and I was like, oh, these are sweet belts. I should get them for us. For I, whatever reason it. I don't wear it because it got all like where the clips in got all worn out. But here's here's where my memory comes into play that you're going to be like, oh, crap. Here's why. Here's the story with those rainbow belts. Uh, we were at TWF 
and one of the wrestler girls who ended up being your girlfriend later was wearing a belt, a rainbow belt while wrestling. And we were like, hey, you probably shouldn't wear that belt. Like when you're taking bumps, that's going to hurt. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And I made the joke of, I will wear that belt right now. I don't even care if it's rainbow. I'll wear it. And like, we were making that joke. Heck yeah, I'd wear that belt. <clears throat> and then it was like, I don't know, a couple of weeks later or something, hanging out at your house. And you just like, oh yeah. Like you showed up and you're like, oh yeah, I got this for you. And you gave me a bag with like a pizza box in it. And I was like, oh, gangster, he's got some leftover pizza. <laughs> so you still worked at the pizza place. And I was like, oh, sick. And I opened it and you had the belt rolled up in there. I was like, oh, gangster. And then you're like, I got me one too. And I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and we had I, I, rainbow belts. <laughs> yeah, mine fell apart and I wound up throwing it away. But yeah, I remember that now that you're explaining it. <laughs> that's some clever ways of giving people. Well, I don't know if that's clever or not, but it's my version of clever way to give people gifts back then. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the way I do it too. Because um... Hey, well, there was another time. I was at Walgreens and I'm walking around Walgreens and you know, I'm getting off topic, but I'm walking yeah. around Walgreens and I see these shirts. Boom, right there, black with gray writing. I still have mine. It's hanging up in the closet. Sometimes it yeah. fits, sometimes it doesn't. But right there it says, don't, don't touch right. my junk. Don't touch and I my got junk. Them. So I got you a shirt. I got the matching shirt. Yeah. So we, uh, we just did that kind of stuff. Here's a story about that don't touch my junk shirt. That came from, I guess, a video, like a viral video of a guy getting like at the airport and they're like checking him and he's telling him, don't touch my junk. So the one time I flew for a wrestling booking, I wore that shirt to go to the airport and nobody touched my junk. <laughs> but on the way home, I'm going through and I go through the metal scanner and I forgot to take my belt off. And as soon as I stepped out, I forgot to take my belt off. And they almost, have, they would have had to touch my junk. I was like, oh, it's because I wasn't wearing my don't touch my junk shirt. So if you're going through the airport, wear that shirt. They won't touch your junk. <laughs> yeah, that did we, when we were wrestling in TWF, we lived with each other at that time. I'm I I think for some of it no yeah well I think for some of it yes well maybe maybe not TWF maybe LCW no yes because I think we might have lived together when we started wrestling there or a little bit after but then you had moved to Sacramento at some point during that. So I believe you were living in Sacramento when I left to get trained. Yeah. Not that. So. so when I moved to Sacramento, that was like, I don't know if it was a situation. I wouldn't say situation, but um, just the time that I was in or if it, it might have had something to do with we went from going, you know, to every show. We would either take my truck or we'd go with carpool. And that was like a tradition. We'd play the music. We'd all hang out together. We'd have a good time. We'd go to, what was it, Dinosaur Point. Dinosaur Point. <laughs> and we'd take pictures acting like we were peeing in the little lake. That was over yeah. the old Casa de Fruta. Yeah. 
but you know, we I went from that to it's like camaraderie. You know, the the show is down the road, and yeah. I was riding with different people, and I, I was I was hanging out with people I said I'd never hang out with people that drank, people that partied, and you know, at that time I was having a really hard time getting a job, and if I got a job, it was like telemarketing or door to door or. Uh, once I finally got like a a paycheck job that you know it's somewhat steady, it was a family owned business, so I wasn't getting used very much. So my my motivation was just going down, going down, going down. And then I think you had mentioned something about like, hey, I think I might go get trained. Yeah, I was like, ah. Which brings us back to the beginning when we mentioned Flawless Kid. <laughs> We're good at wrapping this up. Oh, Flawless yeah. Kid says to me and Lockjaw and Chris and Joey and a handful of other people, he's like, hey, there's this place down in Fresno called the NAW. It's having like an open camp kind of thing, you know, uh, come down they'll put you in the ring you know do this and that and i was like man i can't do that i don't even remember it was only like 20 bucks or something but it was also like getting to fresno and at that point in my life i don't know where the f fresno was you know right. and um so he's like dude i'll pay for you just like just guys let's just go down there it's so like a handful of us go down there and end up getting a group deal on four of us training um and so it's like well i I'm, I'm gonna start training in like september so guy i gotta get out of here slash and he was like okay and chris was going too and so chris and donovan andrews were the tag team champions at the time and it was like me and you were like man we want one more tag match before i get out of here and you had started kind of, eh, I don't even know, like, if I want to keep doing this right now. Anyway, like you said, with your with your job, and life and all that, trying to go on from Sacramento. And so it was like, well, remember how we said that highlight of the night will never be at Agua? Like, you'll, there, there'll never be another highlight of the night match. Well, we've been wrestling as terminal velocity at other companies. Can we do it? Can we do like the end slash was like, oh yeah, good loophole. We could, and we did some sort of promo where we, you know, talked like that, you know, loopholes and keywords and phrases and all that junk and had a really freaking great match, which I know I have on a disc somewhere. <laughs> and, and I'm sure that that's one of the matches where we, we were there, but did we, did we wear our masks? No, that was, that's what we did. That was us. That was you and me. No, no. I mean, because I, I know we did a match at some point where we – no, that's when we wrestled Oh, with the mask. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we did the ones where we wrestled with the mask um, just to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, the, the terminal velocity <laughs> ugly that happened the one time against – what was their name? Hybrid. Hybrid Revolution. Revolution, there you go, hybrid revolution. And we got the tag titles off of them. 
and then laid them in the ring, and we all walked out, the four of us, out. And then you and Donovan stuck around and did whatever. You stuck around however long you did or whatever, and I went over and got myself professionally trained. Um, so, man, one of the things I, I cannot remember for the life of me, I was talking about this with uh, Taunt a little bit. <clears throat> I have no idea what my last match was. Oh, yeah, so I if I have any regrets about any of it at all, it's not having a memorable last match. Because like, I don't even remember that match. If I saw it, it'd probably ring a bell. Um, so maybe you could post that on the Facebook if you can get it up somehow. Um, well, but yeah, my, my legit last match, I, I don't have a clue. I, I was so out of it and so lost and just so not in my zone that I don't even know if I had a last match. Like, I don't, I don't even know if I was like, okay, I, I'm just done. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have no idea how it ended. Um, well, I'm going to sneak this in real quick since we talked about Diagua and winning the tag, Diagua tag team titles on my way out, Ski. Um, this is a Friday, so we're going to upload this next week. I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Which means that Saturday, July 10th, I'll be returning to the UGWA, the old UGWA, myself, and a uh, fellow I've been tag teaming with uh, for a couple of years called Ezra will be taking on the world's freshest tag team for the UGWA tag team titles. So... That's the big announcement on the podcast. I mean, it's been announced on the internet already, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's why I said it's the announcement on the podcast, not the big the big announcement. But yeah, no. So after twelve years, you know, I think it's called uh, Level Up in San Jose. So come check that out if you're in the area. Um, yeah. yeah no, so that's one of the things I, I wanted to <clears throat> add up real quick before we wrap up is uh, so I, I remember you, you'd gone to train and it was shortly after you went to training. I was just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And then I eventually moved back. And at that time you and your, your brother, that's been your brother uh, since birth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since, I was born. since I was born, not since he yeah. was born. Uh, you guys were both living there. And yeah. you were like, hey, like, you, do you want to get trained? And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, I was still like, you know, the passion was gone and everything. I was like, you know, but, you know, I, I never gave it a shot. So let, let me give it a shot, right? And that was like, I moved back. I couldn't afford food. I couldn't afford gas. Um, it took me a really long time to find a job for some reason. <clears throat> um, so... I got like the deal of a lifetime for this training. Um, and even then I, I couldn't do it. Cause I was like, I, I can't buy my food. You know, if we go somewhere and I'm like, Oh man, I, I want to go get a soda. I don't even have money for a soda. So I, I really appreciated the offer and everything that was done for me, you know, uh, but I, I just couldn't do it. And, you know, that didn't help the situation. Me moving back and not having any money, I couldn't even stand on my own two feet. And then I went and, got, went and tried to go get trained, and, you know, I couldn't even buy myself food. So I was like, ah, you know what? 
let's yeah, just uh, leave, leave this how it is. Leave it in the past and just move forward, for me at least. And then I went on to be the greatest wrestler in Modesto. <laughs> the highlight of Modesto. <laughs> yeah. No, according to this mug that a fan made for me, uh, it says the besto in Modesto. The besto in Modesto? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. But no, if I were down in California, if you're listening, Slash, if I were down in California and you invited Torch to wrestle at Ugwa, I would have called you up and said, so you want term on a velocity to come back one more time. And then he would say, bro, get like yeah. three months of training in because you're so, so <laughs> rusty. Hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm sure I would have done. Uh, I, I'm sure I. I I'm Listen, sure I'll I, tell you I, this. Look, my, my drink's right here. I need to keep drinking this thing. Hey, I'll tell you this. I uh, went and crashed the SPW training academy the other day. And then yesterday, I couldn't feel my legs all day. Uh, and I realized it's from all the up and overs I was doing and uh, springing off the ropes and jarring my legs, the bottom of my feet, my ankles, my knees, and my hips. All of them hurt. I couldn't – there was nowhere comfortable to put my legs. Today I woke up, upper body hurt. My back, my shoulders, my arms, my neck. It's like you went to the gym and had a full body workout. No, it feels like I threw myself on the ground repeatedly. Oh, you, you just had a fit over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was throwing a fit repeatedly. <laughs> well, so. everybody, um, I think we're going to wrap it up right here. And so you have heard the rise and fall of the highlight of the night, and you have heard the rise and fall of terminal velocity but we are still around just in different different aspect of the word terminal velocity words terminal velocity yeah this episode was really uh kind of all over the place too we were ill prepared but i was also uh, being a little lazy today after work and was like yeah that's right we were gonna do this i'm still down if you're down yeah i mean so we will continue to talk about you know, uh, how we, you know, things we did in wrestling, things we did hanging out together um, as it pops up in our head. But pretty much from here on out, um, it's going to kind of be scattered. Uh, we're pretty much going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about, uh, whether it's a project, whether it's you just had a show, um, you know, whether it's talking about, psychology and your feelings you know just whatever we feel like talking about so mm -hmm. it's it's not a podcast about 100 percent wrestling although i feel like it's that's the main focus of it because you still wrestle but you know uh, and i don't know anybody outside of wrestling <laughs> it's like we that? get a guest. oh it's like i don't know anybody outside of wrestling if we get a guest i know him through wrestling <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, sure. if anybody that's listening wants to be a guest, you don't have to know anything about wrestling. You could be um, studying in the field of thugonomics or studying, and you could be a rock star driver, energy drinker. You could be a perfectionist about water 
or you could study the clouds. It doesn't really matter. If you want to be a guest, uh, go over to our Facebook, facebook.com backslash the TV POD and let us know. Or if you guys have a suggestion on a topic, we're open to suggestions. I'm not saying we're going to take every single suggestion. Um, we'll pick and choose, obviously. But if you have a suggestion, put it down in there. Don't be shy. Oh, man. I am so admiring that great transition. Right. It's just seamless segue right into the social medias. Man, you're getting pretty good at this. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Speaking of social medias, if you are an avid Harry Potter collector, you like Harry Potter, you like reading the books, anything about Harry Potter, head over to my YouTube. I just made a custom address for it and see if I can remember it. YouTube.com backslash C backslash um, Accio Potter Guy. A-C-C-I-O, Potter Guy, P-O-T-T-E-R-G-U-Y. Um, I don't know why the C is in it. It's I couldn't remove it. So, <laughs> But head on over there. Subscribe to me. Um, I got a mic now and a webcam, so I do go live every now and then. And I also have the Instagram. It's the same thing, Instagram at Akio Potter Guy. Um, I try to put updates there because can't really put much updates on the YouTube. And... Torch has his social medias. Yeah, I do. Find me at yeah. Facebook.com slash Torch Meets World. The Instagram.com slash Torch Meets World. At the old YouTube.com slash Torch Meets World. And on the Twitter at uh, D underscore Torch. Uh, that's where you can find me. Oh, and my racing page over there at Torch Meets Racing. That's a whole headache, too. Got a race tomorrow, so maybe next time I'll tell you guys how that goes. Yeah, maybe next time he'll tell you that he changed the name to. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, that's that's the name of it now. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but, hey, maybe next time we'll talk a little bit more about that racing right there. There you go. Just stay tuned. Yeah, just stay tuned. You never know what we might have up our sleeves because we're super magicians. Because I'm Akio Potter guy, right? I. I don't wear sleeves because sun's out, gun's out. Sun's out, gun's out. At that, we will leave you hanging. See you all next time.